Welcome, everyone, to Total Nonstop Impact, Impact Talk for Impact fans, featured right here on the TNI Network. This is Trent Law, my co-host, Uncle Mark, and Jay Bone, and this is the throwback show for NWA TNA number 69. 69, dude! You know, it's like in Bill and Ted, anybody? All right. <laughs> Bill and Ted. Do you know me? Of course, Bill and Ted. I love Bill and Ted. Did you see the new one? Did you see the, la- the latest one? I, I, no, I have not, actually. No, I watched it in the uh, theater don't, during court. Don't, during... don't feel bad. I haven't either. Yeah, I, was, I actually... Was... Good. I was going to say, is it good? It's it's nostalgia good. It's a, I mean, storyline's a little, gotcha. little loose. Eh, uh, nostalgia's and... good sometimes is good enough. Oh, yeah. Me and, me and Skull, uh, you know, Brian, we mm-hmm. went to go see it during... That remember that brief period during the court, the lockdown, where they're like, "All right, we're going to open theaters for like December. a week." <laughs> no, it was, was like, November. No, it was like the it was like last. I want to say that that part of the summer. Where they're like, "We're going to try it opening wasn't. things for like a week," okay. and him and I went to the theater, and it was like just a few people in there, and we we got to see it, and it was great, and it was fun to see it in theater. But yeah, it was yeah. definitely definitely worth a watch if you're a nostalgic, you know, if you're eighties nineties kid for sure. Hey, yeah, I mean, I watched Coming to America too, and didn't hate it until about forty minutes in. But my sister, my, <laughs> I need my, to watch that. My, my sister said it was. I, she was like, "You didn't hate it." She goes, "You must have been really high." And I was like, well, "I was." <laughs> she said, "That's why." I heard very. I, much I loved reviews. it. I absolutely. Yeah, Jay loved it. it. Yeah, you said you liked it, Jay. You know, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Like it was corny, but I appreciated the corniness because I remembered how corny. The original was and all the characters and all the freaking characters. So yeah, I loved it. That was good. I, yeah, I, Arsenio was the MVP. Arsenio was, was awesome. He? Oh my god, it was nice to see him again. I miss nice. Arsenio all. Well, uh, I want to say hello real quick to everybody in the chat. All you guys hang out. With us. Thanks for a little bit later, guys. I was at Hemi practice tonight. Things are opening back up, so that means we're fucking practicing regularly again to start writing. And uh, get a new album going, so shit's on again, guys. I mean, the show's coming up, uh, things are happening, so nice. we are we are betting back in the studio, so trying to get get warmed up, get all that that quarantine rust off. So I did what that. Was that? Was that a gun? What's did that? Flash, did you just flash a gun? On no, it was a laptop. <laughs> is this a new gimmick? What kind of gimmick is this? <laughs> no, no, I'm not Brian Pillman with the gun, all right. <laughs> waving a gun around, but um. So, yeah, thanks for guys hanging out. If you are watching on YouTube, guys, be sure to subscribe and hit the like button like right now so you don't forget to hit the like button later. So hit it right now. You're done. Shout, shout out, man. There were nine people in chat and seven likes on YouTube. Good job. Oh, yeah, good job, guys. Good job. Yeah, hit the like, guys. Appreciate Get it all going. We appreciate that. I got like so we we like to remind people to do that like right away just oh. so you can get that over with. Bill so, says uh, he is traveling, but he may pop in. Bill, oh yeah, Bill is on the road. Bill's on the road on this one. I don't know if he watched the show though. I'm curious if he watched it while he was out. We'll find out. But uh, we're gonna talk NWATA number sixty nine. We are. It's is November fifth, oh uh, three. So we're closing out. We're almost in 04, which is the final year of the asylum, guys. Wow, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Thing we're going to the wait. Final when year. is when is the last month of the asylum? You know, I want to say September. J Bone, do you know offhand? It's like late summerish, I think. Yeah, okay. yeah. It it, no, it is over. Went just over two calendar years, and then they hit TV. I think it's it is late summer because they they coincided the Fox Sports deal to go with because uh, it was, it was school, school starting and everything yeah. too. Because okay. as an after school show, I remember that. Okay, that's what I thought. Because I moved, uh, I was working at a law firm here, 
and I we moved to Nebraska where I transferred to go to the University of Nebraska at the time. Mm-hmm. And that was in like the summer of what must have been 2004 because it was just as TNA was moving to television because I fell off for a little bit towards the end because yeah, we were yeah. in the process of moving. So that means we're coming up on some stuff I haven't seen, which is kind of cool. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So if there's, there's going to be at least a handful of months or a few months worth of episodes that are new to me now towards the end. Here. These are going to be interesting because, well, this this episode in particular is interesting because it's the second return of Sting, which if you think about this, it's really interesting about TNA. Think about J Bone, you'll probably catch this too. Um, they treat Sting's returns in like different odd phases. So the yeah. first one, the very lacklustery first one where he came back uh, from from hiatus and wrestling, the very lackluster graphic and all that. Hmm? No bell. Is that a no bell symbol? What do we got here? Uh, wrestling nurse in the chat. No bell. How do you even get a no bell symbol? I don't know, but that's goat stuff right there. Anti bell. Oh, the nurse we should almost, be asleep. She's got. We almost summoned it. We almost summoned the bell. <laughs> I actually that forgot was... about it until she put her icons up. So I just remember. Well, the, uh, <laughs> Team no bell. You apparently summoned her with the thoughts of sixty nine because <laughs> she said sixty nine in the chat. Ooh, <laughs> I did see that. I know, uh, PG show, I'll stop. She okay. is coming over tomorrow, so I guess that's... Okay, that's enough, that's enough. Oh! <laughs> my, my nurse, hey, take it easy, take it easy. Oh, you guys, get you. Now, listen, Um, the Sting stuff is interesting, right? Because the first one, very lackluster graphic. We joke about the graphic, right? It's like, Sting's gonna be here. It's like, Sting. It's like, what the hell? That's all we gave The music, him? too. Everything. Everything about it. The yeah. music, the graphic, like the way they announced it. The first everything. time. Yeah. The second time now, a little bit more fanfare, a little bit more promo to build up, but still not like huge, eh. you know? Not really much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. He, he, I was unimpressed. I was unimpressed with that too. Now, when he comes back in uh, the TNA days and like the straight up TNA, I, I want to say, was it Final Resolution 06? If, if Critical Sting's in here, you he probably could tell me. Um, because he does like another return, which is like the big one, the Orlando. But then they act like that's the main return, you know, like that's the big one. And then that's the big run. I mean, from there is the run, right? That's right. the one where he goes on the few where he gets super jacked. He has the Bound for Glory main event against Jarrett in 06, which is a huge Bound for Glory in Detroit. Um, So that's treated like the big return. But it's almost like they forget about these other ones, these other two. So it's like. And then I always bag on like how WWE act like he never existed for like that 12 years. It was in TNA, you know, he was gone and then just stuff like that. So it's like, it's weird that like TNA, even in their little, in their bubble acted like the asylum returns almost never happened either. Poor and like Stan. the 06 one was the big one. Final, yeah. Hakeem. Thank you. Final resolution. 06. that I remember the cover, the poster is staying on the cover yeah. and that's treated like the big sting return. It's like, dude, he was there twice already with several matches, mind you, you know? So <laughs> yeah, he came out and had a full match tonight and he's got another one next week, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, <laughs> I just saw nurses kind of coming over and no bell. Bell's <laughs> <No> bell. <laughs> going in Lake Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> it's right behind me. Um, but yeah, so, you know what I mean? Like it's weird how in their own little, in their own world, they did the same thing. They treated the returns like separate entities and it's kind of odd 
And this one really stands out to me. You know, I was like, wait a minute. Like, they almost yeah. acted like he hasn't been there. He wasn't there like six months ago. They Am I also, crazy? But they didn't make a big deal out of it either. It's just kind of somewhere no. in the middle. Like, oh, hey, Sting's back again for a match. Yeah, it's because like he's here. friends with Jimmy Hart. Yeah, it's like well, Jimmy Hart called Sting. Yeah. They had, like, oh. they had to do something. They had to do something to counter the whole, hey, Hulk Hogan's coming. Hey, yeah. next week later, Hulk Hogan's not coming. And hey, I, I would wait, say Sting. What the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> I would say Sting's a good replacement in that sense. I mean, Sting is a strong name. People sure. love Sting. I love yeah. Sting. Everybody and loves given, Sting. We're all little Stingers. Given where stingers. they are, yeah. they're in the South. And you got to remember what brand was bigger in the South as opposed to up North and who got his start down South in that, in that group of fans for the WCW, the NWA world championship wrestling, just a little over 10 years prior. Yeah. Sting was the face all over everybody tied who is, you know, went on and helped start this brand now, you know, right. Jarrett and all that. Um, so it makes sense, honestly, that Sting would be a great counter to, all right, how are we going to fix this? And I'm sure it took some convincing, but mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, Jarrett still had ties to certain people and, you know, still was having conversations there was still a lot of other things going on at that time, like the WWA and other stuff. Right, right. Floating around the country that was kind of like a WCW offshoot that had a lot of those guys tied to it. So XWF and that in the in between there, the Hogan thing. Remember that XWF the year before? Yeah, that and there was something else that popped up around the time between the WCW demise and now that had like Sting tied to it, Bret Hart, Luger, Steiner, all that stuff. And I forget what that was called. That was WWA was, thing in Australia. That was, that was it. Well, no, the, well, there was a th there was a thing. I think it was also called WWA, but it was touring the nation. Like it made a stop in Milwaukee. I specifically oh, remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what that was, though. It Ooh. was, and they even had a website and everything. I remember checking it out and looking at the roster, and it was, a majority of it was WCW, you know, folks, so. I, I want to address one comment. Uh, Codebreaker yes. saying, I should wear Sting face paint. I <laughs> went to Sting for Halloween, like, four years in a row. When Sting started growing his hair, that's when I grew my hair in high school. 2015, 16, 17. <laughs> it was a no, listen, I'll tell you, dude. He started growing his hair in 96. Anybody remembers that? I started growing my hair in 96. When he started becoming Dark Sting, my hair grew with his. I go out a trench coat like Sting. I wrap my baseball bat in electrical tape like Sting. You're practically brothers. When I met Sting, I don't think the nurse knows the story. When I finally got to meet Sting in 2008, Bound for Glory, Chicago <laughs> Fan Fest. I still owe you an art picture. You this. still owe me a picture of this, by the way. And I I meet my fucking icon, Sting. And the only thing I can muster up to say to Sting. Then, mind you, I'm watching Sting since like 91 at this point, right? 90, 91. I remember the first time I saw Sting's 90 when he won the Great American Bash title from Flair. First time That's I heard a thing. Man, what a, what a moment. 
Right. First time I heard it. And I wasn't a huge wrestling fan at the time, but I heard about it. You couldn't just help hear us. Thing was, he was the one WCW guy that was the crossover guy, you know, for everybody else. And I love Sting. Love him. And fucking, I'm, I get to meet him. I get up in line and I just, I the first thing he's like, Hey buddy, how you doing? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I've been, I've been a little stinger for 20 years, man. And, like, and he just looks at me. He's like, that's great, man. <laughs> what the fuck did I just say? What did I just do? He signs my poster, sweet autograph, signs my poster. He's like, you want to get a picture? I'm like, I don't have a camera. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this? My one moment, man. I botched loser. it. Total so loser. much for the little stinger. Total dummy. mania. Total botchamania moment. It's such an idiot. See, and I, I just I'm 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 showing my age here, but man, I was wearing black trench coats in high school before oh, the NWO. Same. Back before it was cool. Back before it was Early cool. 90s. You guys are before- Gen Xers, that's why. <laughs> that's yeah. why. Well, I'm dude, a cusper. That's why it man. wasn't <laughs> Breakfast Club, man. Come on. That was back before it was like, you know look down on as in oh what's he doing what's what's he got under his trench coat trench coats are cool man yeah yeah, they're yeah cool. well i mean there's a thing tied to that you know yeah. about 10 there's, years later that was like cool. really horrible but, yeah. <laughs> trench coats are still cool but let's let's jump into this one guys let's jump in uh we did start a little late thanks to me so i'm gonna jump in so episode number 69 yeah, it's 11 o'clock i know we're gonna bl- we're gonna go through it there wasn't a ton to even dissect on this one so we'll we'll be able to get to the 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 last segment is probably the meatiest of them all the Raven Raven story and then the Jared Sting and that whole thing I think that's the that's the meat of this episode we'll spend a little more time on that the rest was a little, like the opening match is fucking ridiculous so we'll talk about that in a second uh, Laz is in it excuse you Ex- yeah excuse you is right La- <laughs> this is Laz's last televised match ever in his ever career. did you look this up I did I did. <laughs> Because I was like, man, whatever happened to this dude? Because this is the second time we've seen him. What right? happened he, to him? This is it, man. So he was a, an NWA Georgia junior heavyweight champion. And then he came to TNA for that previous appearance. Uh, and then he lost the title, came back to TNA for this appearance. And then he drew, that's it. That's it, huh? End of the story. At least what I saw online. Well, wait. is Are you sure this isn't? The guy that was in the first several months of the NWA TNA came out with uh, that other guy Lenny, Lenny uh, as a tag team. Yeah, no, Bruce. that's, that's Bruce not him. Bruce that's not him. It's Bruce with makeup on. No, it's not Bruce. <laughs> it's not Bruce. I could have no. sworn this was Bruce with makeup on. Man, this is Laz. This is Laz. 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 That's, that's just an alter ego with makeup on, and he yeah. slicked Laz. his hair. No, this is no? Laz. Let's uh, right. let's, let's uh, we'll get to it in a second. But before we do, before we do, November fifth, two thousand three. Now I was on Dave's couch, forked over my five dollars. It was uh, November, so we're probably carb loading at this point. I'm going to say pizza again. We're going with the pizza on this one. Order the pizza. Getting ready for episode number sixty nine. Mark. Where were you? Man. November fifth, two thousand three. In the chat too, all you guys. I'm gonna start asking the chat. Where were you guys on November fifth, two thousand three? Q, Q, critical thing going. I wasn't born yet, but go ahead. Man, two thousand three. <laughs> this is like the week after Halloween weekend. I honestly am probably still recovering, so I bet you. Because uh, back then I used to, I didn't have kids yet, so I still 
like use days off for like recovery from partying and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess with Halloween being on a Friday the previous week, I probably took half the next week off. So I probably caught this episode on the couch, I would guess, on time. I'm guessing the video game store. I probably wasn't working this whole week because that's how I rolled back then. All right, fair enough. J Bone, we we've decided J Bone for the fall of uh the fall of 03. He just he, it's a blank. But J Bone was just running around with a pumpkin on his head since like July of this year. So we'll That's go with that, J-Bone. Yeah, we'll go with that, J-Bone. Still in candy coma. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so that was it. So now the opening of the show is... is so they open with... They milk... Uh, somebody in the chat was saying it, too. I think... Um, I forgot who was saying it. Somebody in the chat just... Oh, uh, RK was saying they mil- They are milking the Hogan clip. That one oh, clip. Man. I mean, they recap with that. Full recap with the Hogan, Jared, AJ, Jimmy Hart's thing. I mean, the whole thing... But that, but you know, I got to put, put in perspective for people. When Jared comes out later with the magazines and stuff, dude, I'm telling this was a huge deal. That was it, it, so good. That was my favorite part of this whole show. It was, it, yeah. But here's the thing. I'll, I remember this was on ESPN. So for people who really like, I get it. Like AEW is a new kid on the block doing that stuff. TNA did this when they were the new kid on the block. When WWE was like still kind of tr- running off the attitude like fumes. That they were still riding high enough. TNA was doing shit like this, so like you have to give that credit where where it's and, due. And they were still a small regional at this point. They were too, operating out of one building, running one week, building. week, not knowing if there was going to be a show the next week. I mean, pretty pretty impressive stuff for the time. I'd be milking the shit out of this. You too. have to. <laughs> you have. Yeah. Well, especially because they know at this point it's fallen through due to injury. Right, Hogan. So to get your got, mileage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let me ask Jay Bone though. Jay, so you're watching this for the first time, right? How do you feel as a first time viewer? Are you like, eh, I'm sick of seeing that clip, or are you do you get where they're coming from here? I'm at, I'm at the point now where I'm kind of fast forwarding through some of the throwback clips, like yeah. rewinding, like like okay, I know what's going on. I mean, sometimes there's a specific tie-in that you should pay attention to if they're like hinting at something debuting this week. <laughs> then I'll you know, pay attention and stuff like that. But uh, like today I noticed, I was like, I was like, ah, okay, skip ahead, skip mm-hmm. ahead, skip ahead. All right, we're live. You know? Yeah. And, and look, you got to get your mileage out of this kind of stuff, especially because it fell through. So, well, and, and, like, and like I said before, you never know when people are actually starting to watch these. So you want to give the new fan a little backtrack yes. and be like, yeah. what the yeah. hell's yeah. going on here? Yeah. Oh, this is, oh, this is what's going on. Okay. Now we're caught up. Great point. Great point. Jay, uh, sorry for laughing in the middle of your uh, recap there. Just oh, nurse, I just assumed it was something goofy in the chat. Yeah, Nurse Nicole is leaving. She's she just <laughs> her final comment was "Good night, my little stinger." And I love I love <laughs> that's Trent's nickname. Tomorrow, now. tomorrow like, should be very interesting. <laughs> yeah, like from now on, that's Trent's nickname for the rest that's, of That's that's a whole lot of different kind of role play. I don't a lot, know that, a lot. Tomorrow should be a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> I need to meet Sting again. Like I got to tag along Basil to like AEW one day and be like, "Hey, listen." Um, he's like, you're a little stinger guy. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I am probably going to join Basil one day to go with him and hang out and, and get to redeem myself at some point with the Sting. So yeah, we'll see. You mean, yeah, you right. Mean south? They're you're touring. Probably. Well, Basil told me to come with him one day. He's like, come on. I mean, I do. You guys come are to the I, Austin show. Probably, that's the one he told me because we him and I love Austin. I'll meet you guys. So yeah. he's like, why don't you come to Austin? I'm going to tell the nurse. Like, why don't we all go to Austin and do this? Because. 
dude, the thing is, I know half that roster has come through AAW. Like, legit. Like, half that fucking roster has worked for us. I've I've half of them. So it's not like I don't know anybody in there. So I, gonna, I definitely you're should. gonna botch the sting thing again, man. I am. I know. You're gonna like hey, light him on fire or something by hey, accident. Man, hey, man, what, what happened at Starcade '97? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm starting to see <laughs> these are. dates. I'm starting to see these dates pop up all over the place, and I'm I'm kicking myself now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm trying to be a a, a brave little bone, and. Uh, I'm, I'm kicking myself because I uh, I sold my AEW Milwaukee tickets late last year. We need a you fucked up chant here, huh? You, you fucked up. up. <laughs> right. let's, let's let's get going. And we we open up strong, guys, because you know what it is? It's Scott Hudson <laughs> with Jimmy Hart in the back. Oh, and, dude, that uh, bell's gonna get wrecked tonight. It's yeah, getting it wrecked tonight. Oh my tonight. god, <laughs> this was Scott Hudson a mania's Hudson Hurricane all it so was. long. Uh, Hart is hyping Sting, and he said your biggest. He said this to to Jerry. He said your biggest nightmare maybe under the under the tip of your nose, and he does that very very Caesar Romero laugh <laughs> at the end. You know, like yeah. very animated laugh afterwards, and they start off the opening after that. Uh, the opening match is so goddamn bizarre and makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Kid Cash is team with Laz, who is kind of like the Goldust on steroids type character, and he's like uncomfortable team with him. Like, oh, I don't want to be, you know, he's like he's pissed off that he's team with him against the Gathering, Julio De Niro and CM Punk. Cash is like super uncomfortable the whole time. Laz doing all the gay stuff, the humping, and all that shit. Um, you get Don's line. Don had a really what was really the line? Oh, he had a line. I didn't oh, write it like, down. What was it? What was it? He just dis- he's talking about Kid Cash, mm-hmm. right, and how he treats other people. But he says he disrespects everyone, men, women, and in Laz's case, both. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and then, I didn't catch that. Today, today breaks up, and you can tell he's laughing. And he goes, <laughs> "That was a good one." <laughs> that's fantastic I was, I was literally Damn. dying laughing during this go go watch that's that back good. just just for today fucking fucking breaking character like it was his, so he goes today goes you can hear it audibly on the <laughs> microphone <laughs> i love that i love that don did that that is Great. That's so fantastic. funny. Oh my god, this would never happen today, but in the context of the time, like this is why the throwback is if you could just put yourself in a time castle, the throwback is so much fun. And you should absolutely watch along for little, like just super like <laughs> ridiculous mm-hmm. moments like this. Uh, nuggets, nuggets like that. Yeah. Right. Tanae, oh, yeah. Tanae is this episode was a great Tanae episode, by the way, all, oh. all the way around. All the I, way I in my notes at one point I have to, Mike Tanay is a is a genius. I just wrote he, that he is, I at one point I wrote down that's why he's called the professor. Like he's just so good, so good. So the I feel like the Cash character this one is lost because like he did the feud with Abyss and and that that trails here a little bit, but it's like I don't think they know what to do with him right now. Wait, one one more piece of last trivia I discovered while digging. Oh, since so many people are going to be interested in this last. In 2001, NWA Wildside wrestled an intergender match against Mickey James. Get out of here. For real. Hell yeah. Wow. For real. I don't know if you could ever find tape of that, but like, how crazy must that have been for an intergender back in 2001? Yeah. Nuts. That's, that is pretty nuts. 
And that's when she was really just getting started. Because yeah, she, what, Alexis, she, came, yes. she came in to uh, NWA TNA, and she was, what, three, four years in-ish? Three years in? Uh, I'll tell you boys something. He just had a match on April 24th, 2021. What? He just, he came out, his last match prior was in 2017, and he fought a match against the brothers of digestion, hot dogs, Starks and pancakes. <laughs> and he teamed with a guy named Adriel Noctis. And this was, uh, in Pennsylvania. So, Oh shit, Bill. Well, I bet Bill Pittsburgh. was there. Pittsburgh. Oh. So other, other side, side of, of the state. Yeah. But Bill pro- was there. His matches were literally his last match was this one. Oh, three. This, this one we're watching yeah. here. Yeah. That's what I saw. It was like, this was the end of his career. This basically. was the end. Then he did three. Then he came back in 2017. Okay. Uh, Team with Caprice Coleman, which is amazing for an NWA Wildside reunion. Wow. Uh, then a match for Anarchy Wrestling in 2017 against Torque, and then this one in 2021. So this guy, this guy, weekend warriors once in a while. Hmm. Very now, interestingly enough, wow. Kid Cash has fought Laz in 2003 for uh, USACW in Tennessee, so he must have huh. been local dude and all that. But anyway, so, uh, so okay, when we tag this episode. And everybody in chat, if you tweet about this episode or post about it anywhere, please tag it with Laz so that all of the people who are searching for Laz trivia know that we have now built and provided a treasure trove, the ultimate resource online for Laz trivia, notes, facts, (laughs) career recap, title wins, intergender matches. This is is all Laz all night. All right. I'm ready Hashtag love for Laz. Yes, like, hashtag love for Laz. Not, I know J Bone. That's fantastic. Love not seeing any. Oh, he his name is Dustin Massey. Uh, mm. He's on Facebook. Let's see. Oh, boy. Dustin Lee Massey. Well, there's his Facebook. He still got the Laz. The photo. His Facebook photo looks like it's a photo from probably TNA. Wow. Um, Dustin Lee Massey. That's is, that's Laz. Does he still have the makeup on? It has a makeup on in this photo. <laughs> he must look really funky by now. But anyway. But, um, sh- so <laughs> just flew in from Germany and boy, my arms tired. All right, take it easy. Get a cut of his mic. So it was, it was a nothing, man. I mean, nothing really happened with this one. Cash is a little lost at this point, but they, <laughs> the gathering does win. I like the name of their finisher, the near death experience, which is a power bomb neck breaker. To yeah. last. The, the name is awesome. Oh, actually. Badass name. That's a really, really good name. for Hell yeah. Hell what yeah. is it called? The, the near death experience. Oh, badass. Isn't that cool? Like, I think that's really cool. Yeah. It, very cool. Uh, the move, honestly, the move is really cool for the time for attack. It was, sure. yeah. It, it definitely was. This is where, like, you know, Punk's still motivated at this point, right? He still loves wrestling at this time. And, and look, no, not to shortchange Julio, honestly. Like, I think Julio is very underrated I agree. For, the, for the time he's putting in here, you know? Yep. But, uh, but Laz beats down, I'm sorry, Cash beats down Laz after the match. Abyss makes the save. And they brawl to the outside. So they're outside at this point. So keep, that comes into play. This is great. This is fantastic, actually. God, this is good. Uh, so we're back again to Scott Hudson with Raven in the red light kind of darkness room. Discusses the last man standing match with Father James Mitchell. I'd love the Raven lines here. The Twilight of the Gods. This is Ragnarok. I oh mean, it's classic Raven. He's fired up in this episode. Yeah. I love it. You can tell as the episode goes on, you can see how huh, Jay that he's we find he's back in the title hunt and the motivated, fired up Raven is just emerging big time here. You know, like 
He's really odd in this episode. Well, he's he's gone through a lot lately. So a he's lot. he's coming to the end of this chapter and he's finishing strong or, or at least trying to, you know, by the end of this episode. Yeah. So yeah, it's that was great. He's, he's fired up. He's uh he ain't taking any bullshit. He's uh he's on a mission. He is. He was great. He was actually great. My, my takeaway line, favorite Raven line from this little mm-hmm. bit right here. Father Jim Mitchell, you've been reassigned to a new parish in hell. Awesome. Raven is such an God. artist. I swear, guys, the ECW runs one thing. I will go on. I will go on record right now and say that his TNA run to me trumps the ECW run. This run is really fucking good. It's just a different <laughs> level. It's a different level of character psychology. It's, yeah, it, that that's the thing. The ECW run relies heavily on the relationships with Dreamer and Sandman, and the like. The actual, it just was very different. This is a much more character built psychological Raven than in ECW. He was still those things, but not as developed. This is 10 more years of experience of Raven. Exactly. And it, and it, and it shows. Right. <laughs> you know, and the I du- think also at this point in his career, he's got a chip on his shoulder too, because of what happened up north. And he's coming out looking, I mean, he's changed his look. Remember when he came in, he did new tattoos, new hair, new makeup, new everything. You know, yeah. brand yeah. brand new Raven in a familiar package. Dude, absolutely, absolutely. No, this is a, an amazing run for Scott Levy, man. No doubt. All right, next next segment's a little long. Tanae's in ring, calls out Jeff Jarrett to discuss, discuss the match with Sting. Tanae being great with the, with the expressions and questioning Jeff. Um, talks about the Sting thing, the Hogan thing. Talks about the global impact of the Hogan Jarrett feud. Pulls out the magazines, which you liked, Mark. Right, the, the visual the, aid's so effective here. Yeah, because it different shows time. The, it's different time. time. And it shows how big this deal was. It's in yeah. it's in the press, yeah. German magazines and Japanese magazines. And you have to, you have to remember that in the context of the time, a magazine was a much more legitimate form of publication than it is now. Oh, like, for sure. For you sure. know, like that was a big big deal, and it yeah. really legitimized wrestling as a sport. You know, because remember, this is like the edge of kayfabe, mm-hmm. right? Like we're still there's you're still towing the line. Some people are still. 100% kayfabe all the time. Right. So it's it's a different environment and atmosphere that's again what makes what makes going back to watch these shows so fun for me personally is I have to put myself in like a whole different time capsule mindset mm-hmm. because sometimes I'll find myself in I would say that I'm probably the most uh um sensitive to this probably on the, these panels but I get offended sometimes by these these uh, throwbacks. And I have to like pull myself back and remember the context of the time. And that's what I like about it. It challenges me to just like, again, put myself in a different mindset completely Absolutely. to watch these Absolutely. in a fun ass mindset too, because these shows are wacky. As They're, so fun. They're so fun. <laughs> but uh, to, like Tanae, I love here. Tanae kind of questions Jarrett, right? And he questions him, Jay. He's like, and then Jared gives him, he's like, I'm sick of your smart ass comments today. <laughs> like I laugh every time. Like he calls today. I was like, I'm sick. of. He's like, God damn it. Today, you better watch that mouth. Like he'll always, <laughs> the last three weeks have been doing that. He's like, today I'm, I'm real tired of you. <laughs> like, he's, pushing his, he's pushing his buttons. He's trying to get that, that answer out of him. He wants the, why? 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 This was actually really <laughs> oh, good. Oh wait, that's coming up. My bad. Yeah. Um, he kicks today out of the ring, 
that was awesome for Heat. But Tanae from Tanae. Right. And the way Tanae uh, stands strong is like not leaving yet. You know, he's like, no. And he's like, get out of here, Tanae. You better get out of my ring. And the way Tanae slowly leaves and he's like, Wes, you better get your boy out of here. And the way Tanae stops. <laughs> but the look back he gives him, right? The look back he gives Jerry. He, he looks back at him. He's like, and I was like, that is so good. I'm like, I my comments literally say Tanae is capital so good. Yeah, because it got me in that moment, man. Well, this is such a professional moment. We dog Jared man. all the time. Let's give him some credit when he's good, because and we do. Th th this, this, this is a great in ring from Jared. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that the thing with Tanae was improv. I would bet that was a spur of the moment shoot type deal. That's a, yeah. That's a great call from Jared. I mean, Tanae sold it like a pro. Uh, it's just good generaling from from Jared. Kept up. This is a long fucking segment. Jared it's long. Ring. He was in the ring for the whole thing, and he really kind of generaled this entire segment. A lot of credit to Jared for keeping it entertaining for this long. I did not fast forward through this segment. J-Bone aged two years in this segment alone, right, J-Bone? You look grayer <laughs> than last week. Oh, it was crazy how <laughs> it bounced from Jared to Tanae and Don West throwing his two cents in from outside and then all and then like a brief moment of okay where is this going and then all of a sudden people are looking around and oh look over your shoulder Jerry look in the crowd there's in the white shirt but the white spotlight on him so he sticks out like a sore thumb it's AJ Styles the former champ and then we can His music hit though his music did hit though didn't it first I think his his music played. I wrote down. Didn't that get everybody's attention? That like stopped Jarrett from talking. I thought it was still like like the crowd going nuts from Jarrett going off on today, mm. like in the whole you know like f you and I wrote I wrote of, I forget. Yeah, I wrote Gage's music hits and he interrupts and does the crowd thing. Did you guys oh, catch? Okay. Did you guys catch a moment, Jay, in, in like in this real quick? They showed a lower third of like Siaki, Ekmo, and Trinity yes. watching. Did I? Yes. Yeah, you. I blinked oh, and I missed yeah, that. In the, yeah, in the in the box. Yeah, if you right. blinked, if you legit yeah. blinked, you missed it. And then I blinked. Were, I missed yeah, it. They're they like looking at the TV, like. Yeah, I put uh, I put picture in picture. They should have had commercials like AEW because it would have been like a leading edge type thing if they'd have done it that way. They didn't have commercials. <laughs> so today references. That's the only reason I knew it happened, but I missed it. It reminded me so much of what they do now because it's just a small little picture in picture. You know, it was so kind weird. of a, yeah, it was a weird, they're really, really trying to force a lot with a, this. <laughs> a, a lot into this segment. I know. So go ahead. Well, <laughs> at, at least they showed how to properly watch a TV and not yeah. from the side, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, would you look at this television machine here, huh, cameraman? You, you know what's funny? <laughs> I, I guess I've been so groomed to that over uh -huh. the decades. That, that doesn't even bother me anymore. The TV to the side thing. I, I mean, I know it should. <laughs> it should, but it just like it's a part of wrestling culture. Right, now. right. It's like expected. You know? So AJ, AJ's best promo to date at this point. Oh, yeah. Can, can anybody agree? Hands down. Hands down. He was great here. I was like, Fan fantastic. Well, I'm like, where did this AJ <laughs> come from all of a sudden, right? And this is the time that Jarrett picks to call him a hillbilly. I was thinking, man, he sounds yeah. better now than he has ever sounded. Like, he should have used that one a year ago on him. He totally calls him a hillbilly, you're right, in yeah. this one. Uh, calls him a hillbilly, and uh, AJ basically says his competition, he's all about competition, and it starts now. Heads to the ring, they brawl at ringside, Jarrett kind of cuts him off. Red shirts come down, Callus comes down, 
attacking AJ. He fights them off. AJ, I think there's a chair. I think he hits a chair on, no, uh, Jared. He yeah. slams AJ with a chair at this point, and then he threatens Sting. You know, Sting's going to be your fate while the red shirts continue to beat AJ, and then Abyss comes out. This they, is awesome. But Abyss, Jay, comes in from the door he left from when he brawled with Cash on the outside. And, and this and is brilliant. The crowd is popping for Dude, Abyss. This is so good, though. Like, the continuation of that storyline in person. Like, and you can tell the crowd appreciates it, too. Like, this moment is really good. Really was- good the continuity of having abyss come in from the outside and so and so when they okay so when they left the ring right to follow him out when he was looking for him it was a continuous cam all the way out into a segment right right and then when they come back in here the camera's in the same position and then they run it back to the ring it's so good i love that shit yeah that's the kind of shit that is missing today i swear that kind of little shit man I'm I'm marking over 20 fucking years later. I am like, oh, I love that the camera is is it's a continuous shot. It's like that. And you know what? Today they'd make it where he comes out with this music just to get the fucking music pop. It's like, no, he was outside. As far as I know, he's still beating Kid Cash's ass outside. <laughs> that's all I need to fucking know. And he heard shit going on. And he, that's why he ran in. That's how it should happen. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah, so good well stuff. done. He's he smelled. You know what he smelled? He smelled a callus. He did. <laughs> and callus. This is great. So he he <laughs> takes out. He he brawls a little bit. Makes a save. He I think he has. Is it uh, Wilson? Not Northcutt, right? He has Wilson in the shock treatment. Callus is like, I'm gonna, I'll put you down. Was it Northcutt? He's like, it was oh, Northcutt. Was, oh, Northcutt. Okay. Yeah, I'm it was like, Northcutt because I remember seeing the long hair hanging. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, don't you do it. You do it, and you're out of here. And he, he looks at him. And he just does it anyway. The shock treatment. And they chases the cows. I thought it was such a good moment. Great moment for, for Abyss. A little weird with what happens later, but we'll get to that. This, this was a really well-booked in time segment for the Great length stuff. of it, how many people were involved. Can't even imagine. I don't know anything about production. You could speak, obviously, way more to this, Trent. But the cues for this had to have been perfectly timed for this many people. For it's not easy. This long. I will tell you guys, it's not easy. But it, the you got somebody coming in from outside without, like, You've got to probably be using a headset for that cue to get Abyss back in, right? I'm telling right. you, man. There's somebody outside. It's just the timing. Yeah, you have to have communication to him. Everybody, Callus, Redshirt, everybody. Think about this. When Abyss comes in, everybody has to be in proper position because he's going after the red the red shirts at this point. I mean, yeah. this is a different level of professional wrestling. You know? AJ's in the crowd. He starts in the crowd with a live mic. Oh, man, this is so well done. Awesome. So yeah. well done. Um. So after we get a little calm down from that, we go to Scott Hudson in the back with Father James Mitchell, and basically talk. He's like, "He's like, you're not a wrestler. How do you do? How are you going to do this?" He's like, "Do not under, underestimate what my mind can do." Now, my my beef here, and I'll talk about something. I love Jim Mitchell, as everybody knows. He's a friend of mine. I I I love the guy, but him dressed up in like street love clothes. This. I love this. Did you like that? Oh, dude. Okay. Uh, his character has always been very Luciferian and look right, right. That's why it, it was weird to but me. When the, the devil's playing human games, he's not going to look like the devil. Oh, so is that, is that like the idea? He just walked out of chess king. I fucking loved it, man. 
I thought he looked dope. I'm in, in obviously, I mean, he looked cool. Don't get me wrong. He, obviously, he blades later while Raven blades him brutally by the stairs, <laughs> is, is what I'm assuming was going on there. And then, you know, the white comes into play. But oh, I, I, you just knew what was going to happen to that white oh, yeah. shirt. Oh, yeah. Jabo, did you ever dress like that? Like Chess King? Did you ever shop at Chess King back in the day? I, I didn't shop at Chess King, but I know I had a shirt no or two that looked like that. So I had to chuckle because I was like, oh, my God, this is so straight out of this <laughs> time frame. You know, it's, um, yeah, like the, what was uh, real popular around this time was that. And then they had like the eight balls with the flames on it. it was shirts like <laughs> I mean, that. it was very Dude, old. <laughs> AJ Cash, all your high flyers on this episode are wearing seashell necklaces. Oh, like the man. Chokers, the seashell chokers. It's so <laughs> 2003, man. I can't even tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, awesome. Jim Mitchell was, I, I was like, it's weird to see him in regular clothes. I even, loved it. <laughs> even it. when i saw him in nashville last october he doesn't dress in regular clothes he's luciferian he's wearing a All suit and That's a dress awful. shirt it, dude he's he looks like the devil walking out of like vegas you know what i'm saying like, hey, daddy he's great oh, yeah. uh so there so there so i remember jim mitchell from what i remember was originally trained to be a wrestler he only ever had a match though but but he was trained by the fabulous moolah i want to say trained at moolah school had a match what? on this episode. Had a match on this episode. Now this is, a, I think, when Tanae later says it's his first match. I think that's legit. Um, but we go for right from that. To, okay, this is probably the roughest match of the card, though. Douglas, Shane Douglas Dude, versus Sandman. This was terrible. This was, this was bad. I love Shane Douglas. I love the this, franchise. This, but this was terrible. Sandman was all over the place on this. This was, I mean, Jay. This was bad. This was bad. It's an ugly match. Even the finish was botched. I mean, what the hell happened with the finish? But go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Well, one of your favorites shows up. Well, yeah, I we thought, have. We I talk about you'd that. really enjoy that. I love that. I love the fact. Yeah, Tracy Brooks is. She joins the franchise. She's part of the group. Yeah. She's pie in the sky on the Sandman. See, but I the actually, finish. I actually, I actually enjoy this match because there are moments in this match like everybody thinks of Sandman. Walks around, kendo stick, cracks a beer, busts open, walks to the other set of bleachers, looks around, snarls, drinks more beer, busts his head some more, eventually makes his way down to the ring 10 minutes later. It's <laughs> a perfect recap. Taker, eat <laughs> your fucking heart out. I mean, yeah. seriously, who had the yeah. longest entrance in wrestling? <clears throat> uh, duh, Sandman. Yeah. Legendary. So, yeah, Seriously. and you know, and 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 people pop the whole fucking time because they got to drink beer with the Sandman and smoke God knows what else, and take a breath, and <laughs> so and, no, and I like this because there were moments in this match where Sandman was legit giving it to uh, Shane Douglas and wrestling him. Is like because you 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 remember all the nostalgic, goofy beer drinking, cigarette smoking, cussing, Kendall stick smashing stuff, but then you forget how okay, oh duh, he's actually a decent wrestler here, and like the second half of the match showed that like he was doing shit over the top rope, like oh my god, yeah, the guy's wrestling here, so I actually enjoyed this, and then Tracy Brooks comes in, uh, I should say returns. Yeah, it was a return for her. Let's remind that. I, I wrote down returns, 
and she um and I forget what she did the Sandman. She, she oh she went off the top rope or something, didn't she? She hit him with a crossbody or leg drop or whatever it was. She did well. She did her pie in the sky, which is that's it. The pie. Okay, yeah, that's what. Yeah, they called it. Seated fucking. Yeah, Let the pie in the sky returneth or whatever they said. Yeah. So yeah, but then she's going up the ramp, and she is just all over Shane Douglas, like whew, you know, lifting the leg up and and smooching on the cheek, and grabs the mic and says, "I'll do." anything to protect this franchise this it's like, oh, 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 i'll see you in a locker room lady. why can't that be me you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. now it's good but the match like the finish was fucked. I, oh my god talk about go ahead mark well i just i don't understand what happened did, did sandman not know he was was he maybe not supposed to kick out of that first belly to belly to. I don't think okay, and then Douglas gets visibly angry, picks him up again, looks like gives him a stiff one, and then bellies, bellies him again, and then pins him. Uh, yeah. But, uh, it could be just a miscommunication, but it's maybe just an, so. it, it's an exclamation point to, you know, it, it could be both. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. I will say this. Unfortunately, this run for the franchise is not nearly the quality of run that Raven is having in the company. So I'm not particularly enjoying this run. We haven't yeah. really seen anything from Shane that even really resembles the strength of his old stuff that I'm familiar with, which is not like a ton, ton, but I'm not loving this stuff. Yeah, dude, it, it's, I love Shane, but this is just something about this isn't working. I hope as we get along with the franchise story, mm-hmm. gets something, more. something gets more um, yeah. going here, right? Yeah. But right now, uh, it's not happening. It just it it doesn't have it hasn't had any real reason to care. Like we haven't been given a reason to care. He's been given two one minute promo or video packages backstage or yeah, you know it. And before that, he's kind of been out for a while because after his feud with Raven, he disappeared for a little bit. Right? We haven't seen we didn't see the franchise for a bit. Couple weeks, then he they pop yeah. back up, pop back up with those uh, with those vignettes. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's, it, just, it's not it's not clicking yet for sure. Yeah, it not yet. It just it's uh, maybe like I said, maybe the storyline now this will do it. We'll see. Right now we're we're rough, <laughs> but uh, back to Scott Hudson, and they did not turn the lights on from the Raven promo here because Jimmy Hart's also in the darkness for some reason. <laughs> so like, well, it's it's from another angle though. It is, but they didn't. Um, like like the Raven promo, the red lights coming down on an angle. Yeah. This one, <laughs> the red lights coming like up at them. It's like the same but different. So yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, talking Sting hyping the match. It's still hyping Bound for Glory now. He mentions Bound for Glory is only a couple weeks away, baby. So like ah, they're still talking. Bound I really for Glory. like the Jimmy Hart voice. Oh, I love it. Uh, now, basically, what it sounds like is that they're shifting it to Sting, right? Like, this is officially the feel is like we're going to shift this bound for the word thing to Sting, which, again, I don't think it happens, but we'll see. Um, so he starts doing the why, why, come on, why, Jeff, why'd you do it? Why, why, why? And then all in the blended why comes Sting. This was great. He's like, why, why, why? I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. All right, I liked it. Uh, Sting's really fired up, which I loved here. He's like super excited. Like he's very, and I will say this: I don't think I've ever seen Sting phone it in. 
And if any, I mean, I'm sure he's had his off days, but I feel like Sting is always on. Like he's always does what he can, you know, given what he's to work with. So looks really fired up. It got me excited to see him later because he seemed very excited, you know, with the face he made. It's Joe time, folks, and all that shit. So I do like that. Uh, next match, Sonny Siaki, Ekmo, and Trinity. Trinity looking good with that cowboy hat, Mark. You like that? Huh? Yeah. Taking on AMW, James Storm, Chris Harris. So uh, he could put on, like, a, I don't know, pillow sack. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I did, like, one thing I, I, I caught with this. Fatu's shirt says Fatu really big letters in the back. But for some reason, the U is very spaced out. So a lot of times it just looks like the word fat. Did you notice that too? <laughs> yeah. Like all you're catching is the glimpse of it just saying fat, fat. This is, this was, you know, gear was different back then, man. It wasn't like as sophisticated as it is. It, it just, it's weird. Like the, the U was just like spaced away. I'm like, it just, all I kept catching on camera was fat. Yeah. I'm like, Why? <laughs> it's not a bad match. It just didn't connect. I'm with I, you. That's what I wrote down in my note. What do you think, Jay? I, just like- I, I actually it's, it's, see the, the the wonkiness to me. What what looked like it should have been wonky actually came through to be as in. And I was tell well, see, I was telling Mark this right before we went live. I said this whole episode mm-hmm. is eerily similar to what's going on in the company today. The tag division is all over the place with new tag teams put together, you know, made up tag teams. The X division is going through a new chapter. You're seeing some new people. The main title card, the heavyweight title card is, uh, has a lot of contenders or who could be contenders lined up. And I was like, wow. Like, so, different parts of the show was like kept reminding me of what we've been watching the last several weeks right now. So, but no, I, and I looked at this and I, cause I I'm pumped for this. I don't know how long he sticks around and I don't think it's very long anymore after this, but I'm pumped for this uh, ECMO Fatu run uh, as much as the whole Siaki thing seems a little out of whack lately. Um, you know, kind of thrown all over the place, but, but I was actually excited for this win that they had against AMW. Of course, it's just still AMW fighting to get back towards, um, you know, uh, diamond and swinger. Yeah. And, uh, and then some other stuff, you know, hits the fan later, but, um, but no, I, I, I like this and, uh, you know, Trinity's all over the place here. She's, She's all over the place on this. And yeah. she's it's she she comes out with Siaki and Fatu, but the whole match she's acting like she's not with them, just kind of like you know, uh, like you know, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not with the I'm with them, but I'm really not with them. I'm not enjoying this. I don't know why I'm here. And then the psychology of acting like she's actually helping Harris, and then Harris looks at the chair i love this part of the match she slid the chair into him yeah she slid in well she slid the chair what looks to be like fatu but he was turned around he didn't see the chair but harris is right there so he's looking at the chair he keeps looking down at her and then looking around like and and she's kind of like i don't know i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah and and, and, and the way he's looking around at the crowd like 
should I pick it up? Like he doesn't straight up say, should I pick? But his eyes looking at the crowd like, oh, oh, I, I don't normally do this, but <laughs> should I this once? Bite the apple. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm right. such a sucker for like the face asking the crowd, should I do this yeah. bad guy thing? Yeah. Should I do the bad guy thing and use the chair? Like, what do you and they're like, yeah, do it? He's like, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Joke. You'll totally win if you do. And then out of nowhere, when you start putting all this together and you start figuring out, oh no, she no, no, she she's she fucked you, dude. She just fucked you. And because Forget David Young comes in with the racket. That damn racket. That hollow sounding empty. Racket. Hey, it was a nothing. smooth sequence though. Was. He slid in and went whap and slid right back. And it was a it was a slide pop yep. into the roll up. Into, it was very that finishing sequence was like crisp as shit. The way David Young just slide in, you know, hit him. Here we go. Up. Go ahead, Trent. David Young. Keep going, keep going, David Young. David Young, what about it? Keep going. A David Young slid in, popped him, <laughs> slid right back out. Number and then, one uh, fan. Number one oh, fan. I love David Young. Siaki um, <laughs> pins Harris, and they get the win on this. So it's a finally they get a win at least. You know? Big, big win for these guys. It's a huge Doesn't win. No matter how it came, huge win for them. Because yeah. there was a bunch of weeks in a row where they were messing with um, you know, other people like uh you know Doring and the the angry Amish guy. What was that? The, Roadkill, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> an angry Amish guy. Didn't they make a series out of that shit? And then, anyways, uh, but yeah, they they absolutely needed this because uh, I mean, there's no reason a beast like Ekmo Fatu should be in this company and losing all the time. That's just damn. No, you yeah. don't do that to someone yeah. like him. Yeah. Especially if you want to keep him around, man. You push the shit out of a guy like that. Yeah. And then you break him out into a singles run and, oh, no, wait, he's going back to WWE. Fuck. <laughs> I thought there was nothing for him here, like, to break out with. They just didn't have a run for him here. And there was too much going on. Um, We go to the back with Scott Hudson and Glenn Gilberti, Johnny Swinger, and Simon Diamond. Who, by the way, thank you to Simon Diamond. Always putting over... Uh, our show whenever we mentioned that he's on an episode he always retweets always gives a little quote ski so thank you simon for uh yes. for that uh i do you catch swingers something swinger did here was very reminiscent of Swingman today do you catch this because they're talking about the win that their boys got and you see if you look at swinger here you know he's fucking you guys swing He's doing his like he's doing <laughs> the fist the fist oh, clench thing. Yeah, he's yeah. doing it in this. He's like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Nice. They got the win. And I'm like holy <laughs> shit. It started then. You know like nice. Um. So he was doing it. <laughs> God, I love that he's still in the company. I it's love crazy it. Crazy that we can still talk about him in a current context. How? how I bet nobody saw that coming. Like, no, that he'd be still with the company and everyone else would be gone. He's he's doing that. Young comes in and he's like, he's like, am I in? Did I make it? And they're like, are you in? You're in. And they're like hugging him. He's like, all right. He goes, well, part one's done. He goes, part two of the plan. We're on to part two, huh, Glenn? He's like, part say like, part two. What are you talking about? He goes, no, part two is me and you take on three life crew. He's like, that's part two of the plan tonight. And he's like, wait, what? He's like, no, come on, <laughs> he's like, no, you idiot. He's like, no, come on. He's like, oh man. So like. 
Glenn has to team with David Young now. Not happy about it. And I, I love that. So one thing I wrote down is like, this is part one of my two part plan. <laughs> it's, it's what? It's like it's what? Uh, it's, it's I like how re- Diamond. It's it's the David Young redemption story. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> the best of David Young. I like how Diamond closes the segment. He's like, we don't wrestle losers and AMW are losers. He looks at Hudson. He's like, you want to go for a drink? And Hudson's like, yeah. And then yeah. they just like walk let's off go for a drink. drink. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like what? People remember Simon Diamond was a agent for TNA for many many years after this, long time. So big part of the company. Like he's he's family at the company. You know, he stays on as an agent. Him and D'Lo actually both did. And uh, so he's, he's gone now, but he he was there for a while. He's a real estate. D'Lo Brown now. also still a current name also with the there. Company. Okay. One of you guys clear this eye. So the next thing is the Michael Shane X Division invitation. Yeah. Invitation, right? Phase one is a battle royal. It's a three week deal. Now, from what I understand, phase one's a battle royal. Phase two is the people who eliminated the whoever eliminated the guy in the battle royal has to fight each other on phase two. Is that right? I lost. I lost uh, the yeah, kind of breakdown I here. I think I was even. Well, then we'll just take it as it comes on, on on week to week. But this is a battle royal. From what I understand, though, the order of elimination is determines your rank in the X division or something. Is that? I, I, I knew. I knew this was going to come up. Early did you write this down? Did you? Did you break this down? No, I I got one better. What you got? Right there. Oh, smart man! <laughs> nice. Did you did you did you you did that because you knew this would come up? I knew this was going to come up because I Genius. was I had to watch this back like three times. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I love you, Jay Bone. This is this is why Jay Bone is Jay Bone, guys. This is why he is, is he is the guy. He is the guy today. Good job, awesome. Jay Bone. You are you Excellent. have really done it. You have really done. Which it. one's Jay? This one's Jay. He did it. <laughs> that one's Jay. Uh, okay, so br- break it down, Jay. Break it down. Go ahead. So you got the the battle royal, and that's what this this first match is is battle royal. It's eight X division stars. Now, yeah. Tanae confuses the shit out of me later, and I'll get into that. But because what they talk about later is the, the number two part as this battle royal starts to break down the top seeded matches. So you get the elimination of number two going up against number whatever five, three versus four. And yeah, it's, it's, I I forget exactly how it is. Cause like at the end, it's like Christopher Daniels versus Loki. I'm like, okay, so five and six, but then he says, Saban versus Chad Collier. And I'm like, and then I'm looking at my thing and I'm like, okay, so four, okay. So four, five, six, and seven all have matches against each other. So, so number four versus number seven elimination. So five versus six number elimination. And then I'm like, wait a minute. What about like two and three and whatever? So I think one and two are in automatically or some shit. Like it was something, something like here. Something like that. I forget. Um, 
But what's interesting about this, and there was a little, a, a mild spoiler in the uh, the Discord, the people talking about the throwback, getting ready for mm-hmm. today. Someone said X, and in parentheses put PCO, and I'm like, X, PCO? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the? I'm like, I know PCO's in Ring of Honor. I'm like, is he in here? And so then we get to this match, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, X, and I'm like, oh. His name in the match is X, and he's got like a giant X in his match. He's got a cheesy look. Oh my god! This is whose idea was this? And Mm. and I was like, wait a minute, I think I've seen this before, and I don't remember if I saw like a clip of this like way back then, or if I saw this like a couple years ago. Looking up stuff on PCO when he really got back into the mainstream of things. Um, you know, when uh, he caught the public's eye a couple wrestle cons ago and then got signed with Ring of Honor and really started getting back into the spot, you know, the indie spotlight and yeah. kind of re- reviving his career. And I was like, wait a minute, I think I've seen this before, either back then or within the last few years. But it's, this match looked oddly familiar because his outfit like i recognized it for some reason so i i saw it at some point i don't remember when yeah it was i i wrote down when he came out i was like that's got i wrote my notes say is that is xpco and i'm like i had i'm like that looks like pco and i looked it up and it was you picked him out that quick on the ramp right away i was like wow. is xpco because like i saw his face you know and i'm like that looks like PCO. yeah the mask had like no lower half right yeah it was, yeah. It was just so weird i'm like i'm like they throw this random big giant dude you know yeah. Um, so let me let me break down the uh, the participants. It's low key Chris Saban, Sanjay Dutt, Shark Boy, Johnny Storm, Chad Collier, Chris Daniels, and X. So how many is that? One, two, it's three. Eight. It's eight. Okay. Yeah. Eight guys. Um, Chad Collier, by the way, I was a huge fan. He did a lot of indies here in Chicago. Jay, we can take this this graphic down, Jay, if you don't mind. Oh, uh, sure. He did a lot of he did a lot of indies. I think Mark. I hope he didn't lose power. I think Mark was having some. There was a lot of rain in Houston and shit. So hopefully he hasn't lost power. Yeah, he's got some storms right now. Maybe he just ducked out for a second. Yeah. So, Chad Collier was awesome. He was he's did a lot of indies. I see him all the time on the early two thousand indies. He was a very good wrestler. Very like not much of a personality, but great. Where we're trained by Dean Malenko, as Mike today pointed out. Um, I don't have the order of elimination here on the it matters, but X. At the end, eliminate Saban to win this whole thing. Oh yeah, it's it's uh number one is Johnny Storm, who is a return from uh, Europe. We saw him a few months ago. Yes, he's coming. This is his comeback team from the from the UK, I should say. Uh, so a very young Johnny Storm, because we later see him a couple years a couple years ago when uh, was it the last time that Impact actually went to Europe for a few shows? Yes, that's right. But, I think yeah, he was they, on there. Yeah. They wrestled. Uh, oh, oh, LAX wrestled Johnny Storm and someone else. I forget. It's some some infamous tag team from the UK. And it was a good match. I remember Johnny oh, Storm could yeah. still go. Yeah. Oh, they tore it up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, someone in the chat will put it in there. I'm sure they'll remember it. Um, but yeah, number one was Johnny Storm. Number two was Shark Boy. Uh, mm-hmm. Number three. Uh, Sanjay Dutt, number four, 
Chad Collier. Number five, Christopher Daniels. Number six, Low Key, which is it's interesting watching these two here because they were actually working together for a while, former Triple X partners, and mm-hmm. then they turned on each other by the end of the match. So that was interesting. Uh, and and Saban is uh, the the last elimination from um, from X, X but yeah. X just dominates this dude. He reminds me in this match of like someone like uh, Brian Cage when he was in the X division. Just, mm-hmm. just I thought the same thing. The yep. Shit out of people. Yeah, looked the same way too. Yep, totally. same thing. Yep, totally. Same idea, man. I thought I the like same PCO exactly. better. PCL is awesome. I think it's great. Yeah, um, you know, it's, that you know was... what? Of the very, very tiny bit of ROH I've seen mm-hmm. was when he had when he won the title and had that run, and I actually thought it was super cool. I loved his matches. They were like old school as fuck type. Oh, matches. his resurgence has been amazing. Oh, yeah, the stuff he puts himself through is ridiculous. Oh man, he had like that match where he won. This all I. I know this is not a TNA talk, but man, no, if you right. haven't seen the match where he wins the belt, it's worth looking up. Like I went out of my way is to find right? it. I thought so. It's it, just the moment, you know, wrestling's yeah. all about moments and you can just feel that moment. It was, it was a good one. I liked it. Dude. He, uh, no, he, he was great. He's great, man. The resurgence on the videos he did with that Giancarlo dude are amazing. Uh, which got that Giancarlo guy hired by WWE. Actually, those like, Oh, vignettes. Really? Yeah. That guy got stolen away quick. From oh, the Indies, uh, he was an independent guy. They're like, "Holy shit, you basically rebuilt PCO with yeah. these fucking shock treatment videos and shit," you know? Yeah. Um, and they hired him. Yeah, they they stole him away fast. Wow. So, um, but no, it was cool. PCO is X. Anybody wondering? Uh, we go right to the back again with Scott Hudson. He is all over this episode, Jay. All <laughs> over. <laughs> Don Every Callis. single segment. Every oh, segment. My God. Don Callis talking Abyss. He denies knowing Abyss. Basically, actually, doesn't know him. Talks Piper. Talks about how Piper won't do anything. Just basically addresses his current stuff going on. The red shirts come up and go, I know, I know where he is. I know where he is. He's like, guys, really? I don't. Scottson's like, who? Who? So we don't get the who on this and who that is. But the red shirts just allude to somebody. I know where he is. Then we go to Piper filming a vignette by a hospital sign. And he addresses Hogan. He addresses all of his current stuff. Jared, like just NWA. I loved it because it fe- it felt so real. It, it just felt real. Man. Yeah, his opening line was just this morning. I got up and took a good Vince. <laughs> 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 right there, I was like, he had me from almost the get. He Piper always was the most believable guy because it was, he was one. He was that guy where I'm like. This might be fake, but that fucking guy is real. That's yeah. the guy. Because I'm like, yeah. You, you watch the documentary, the A and E one, and some other documentaries. You know, he was constantly living just a, a conflict in his own head at all times. Like this guy really was always trying to prove something to himself. So it's always real to Rowdy Piper. This is a, it's a very underrated little segment. It's short, but man, it's like. I don't know why it hit me. It stuck with me this one. I was like, man, this is really deep. Might be their their realist their realistic sound too. They needed a laugh mic or something out there because it was really windy. Yeah, it was it just felt real. I felt like they just they caught him walking. They're like, hey, give us your thoughts on this. And he did. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't seem scripted, just something about it seemed very authentic. And I love that. 
Well, yeah, it was, it was, there was no color. It was black and white. Yeah. And, and out of everybody in wrestling, if, if someone's in a promo, no matter how much charisma or energy they have, you look, you got to look into the camera and make everybody on the other side of that camera, make them believe that if, if they're pissed off, you're going to send so-and-so to the hospital. You got to make them believe it. How many people in wrestling can you say, you know, on the other side of the camera, make them believe that that's, you believe them. And Piper is one of those few people. If Piper says he's going to send someone to the hospital, oh, dude, that fill in the blank is going to die. Fill in the blank. <laughs> he's, he's all out of bubble gum. Vacant is dead. Yeah. <laughs> we go next to the matches. Three live crew taking on Disco and David Young. Gungo Birdie and David Young. Uh, I love, anybody catch the Herb Tarlick reference in this? The WKRP yeah. in Cincinnati reference no. in this? No. Oh, is that who that you know, is? You know, I, I, never I heard that. I didn't know who that was. I haven't seen WKRP since it was on midnights when I was like oh, 10. And I, I don't remember it at all. 10 Night was on it. That's all I remember. You could tell Tim McGinley, too, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. you could you can even tell that uh today kind of like gave that little like. <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna get that reference, Don. Like chuckle. <laughs> I did. Because uh, he's like, you know what? This girl reminds me of Herb Tarlick. And I was like, holy shit, WKRP. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, I, I wrote down in capital letters, Posey sucks. Mike Posey is terrible officiating this match. Yeah. Uh, three Live Crew wins after some light shenanigans. It was just like nothing nothing happened. The, the refereeing yeah, was, was terrible. Um, match was pretty forgettable. It was very forgettable. Diamond Swinger come in, attack Three Live Crew. America's Most Wanted comes in. To help, and W claims that they should get the belts. They they should, at one point Storm even puts the belt around his waist. Did you catch this? No. Storm oh, puts the belt. Around. Yeah, he puts it. Around. I'm like, hey, come on, slow down here. Like, yeah, you can just <laughs> pick up a belt and find it. That'd be silly. You uh, just find a belt and claim you're the champion. They just they, yeah, they're claiming. Who they're does that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> they're claiming that they're the guys. You should get the title shot. Three life crew stops. I like how BG kind of stepped in. It's like, uh, no. It's us. We just won the match. Like we're the you guys lost today. We won. It should be us. Siaki and Ekmo come out and say, "No, it's us." And then Glenn Gilbert, he's like over. He's like, "I can't handle this right now. I'm too overwhelmed. I can't do this." <laughs> and Don West is like, "What a mess this tag division has become." It's like, and, no shit. And that that <laughs> is what when West said that triggered. Me now, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were looking at the tag division recently, like, wow, what are they doing? There's all these new teams, and we yeah. lost so many teams, and they're just kind of like yeah. putting a few things together. Yeah, it's so eerily similar to today, but they yeah, make it, it work. They it make seems it like work. This seems like a good spot to mention that we're all still huge Reno Scum fans, too, and that we wish, uh, you know, Reno Scum. The best of fortunes. I'm gonna bring that up every episode until they come back to Impact. I love Reno Scum. Yeah, honestly, dude, I I hope they they end up somewhere if it's on Impact. Like, yeah, it, can too. somebody fucking hire them? Because like, the Impact who doesn't won't. want a ready built, badass, unique looking tag team with honestly. a true life? Like, Luster's got to be a seven footer. Thornstow's great ring general, awesome on the mic. Like, what the hell, dude? Somebody. Why the fuck aren't we going to go and sign? I can't get I don't understand Jesus. it whatsoever. What whatsoever. 
Great team. Like they look awesome. They have a gimmick, a look. Ah, we 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 can tangent this. Um, but you're right. It's kind of like they're at least making it work here, which I like. They're at least they're at least giving it some shine to be like there's something focusing. They're trying to do something with this. At least there are now enough storylines that it's believable that this many teams are contending for the titles. Yeah, because it was just AMW smashing people for a remember for like a long time. Anybody legitimate? It was just AMW. At least now these guys all feel like there's they could make a case to some degree of why they should be in that ring because they all have yeah. wins. Think about right. this: AMW has a bunch of wins leading up to this episode. Disco and and uh, well, I'm sorry, um, Three Live Crew just won. Uh, Siaki and ECMO won earlier tonight, so they're all like, "Wait a minute, we all got wins in the win column here. Well, all the teams here." And and Siaki and ECMO, besides that win that they just got this episode, they still feel like Diamond and Swinger and uh, Disco all owe them. Yes. Like, hey, yes. we're, we're yeah. taking care of all these other people for you. You owe us. That's right. That's so, right. So there's that. So. There is that. Exactly. So keep all that in mind. Uh, get a Raven and New Church recap. Little video. It is the music is Michael Graves, former lead singer of the Misfits. It's a solo song, and I love Michael Graves' solo mm-hmm. shit. She used the Michael Graves song for this. I'm sure he did not get credited for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty sure, probably not. Did you guys catch something in this? Um, they were doing highlight you know, little recap videos and clips. There's a clip of Jim Mitchell running away last week. Yeah, and like he's like, he's like you know how to hotwire a car. He's like, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> That didn't air on the show last week. I don't think so. I don't. I would have remembered that. That that, yeah. that did not air, right? Like this is they added this in here. Yeah, that I'm was, sure they filmed it, but they didn't. Like, put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Him, him trying all the doors down the running down the block, looking <laughs> yeah. over his shoulder. That yeah, was I didn't remember that either. It was a great little clip, and I'm like, that did not air on last week's show. That that was. They probably cut it, but they didn't. Or they probably recorded, but they cut it from the from the scene last week. Jim, Jim Mitchell has to be one of the most enjoyably consistent presences in wrestling over the Amazing. last three decades. Like he's, right, he's right. not always a significant player, but he's always enjoyable. Whether he's, you know, I mean, he was almost the main event here. Like that's true. Think about that. that my main baby. Seen like this is the weirdest thing I have ever seen Jim Mitchell do, and Jim Mitchell only does weird shit. So this was awesome. I, I fucking loved this. This was so much fun. He did a great job in this. I loved this match. Like I, 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 I wasn't expecting the length. I wasn't expecting Mitchell to get any sort of offense. Um, I wasn't expecting Mitchell to be this competent. Uh, and I just, I wasn't expecting to like this match so much. You guys, was it just me? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. So it, we're talking about Jim Mitchell versus Raven. This is the final. Oh, sorry, stage. sorry. That goes right into that. Go well. It goes right into that. So yeah, um, yeah. Raven is super cool here, by the way, and Mitchell is super bloody. That's what I wrote. Down. Oh my god, he played. He plays a minute and a half in. He's bleeding. I mean, Jable, this is like this is like prom night for you and your date. I mean, this is bleeding everywhere. Like this. Well, did I, you do you see? Did you see it? Like so. <laughs> What did I, I just say? Have, I missed that. Damn it! You I missed, missed that? that. I said. I said. I said. Mitchell's bleeding. I said. J Bones is like you and your date on prom night. This is unbelievable. What is going on? Your God, <laughs> the complete opposite. Mark, I, I'll tell you about it, but it's a little. 
<laughs> Mark left. I think I scared him away. Holy shit. It's a fucking weird show, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. That's is that thunder by you? My whole house is shaking. That's that's why he just Jesus. flipped out there for a second. What the? How did you do He's out. <laughs> and Mark was taking that, that thunder knocked Mark out, guys. Holy crap. Yeah, there's some nasty storms rolling around Mark right now. So uh, no. be back. But talk about this. Uh talk about this, Jay. This was awesome. So we're at we're off the semi main here, guys. Almost done here. Um yes. Yeah. Go ahead, talk about this. So this this is the the weird part of they they call this a last man standing match. Okay. Yeah. So, and I can't figure out, and I, because they don't do a lot of last man standing matches in NWA TNA. I think there was like one other one. And what I forgot is they do them different from other federations, other companies, as in you have to get the pin first and then they do the 10 count once you get the pin right because mitchell goes for the pin on raven at one point because he's just beating the tar out of him with the chain they're going back and forth back and forth there's blood everywhere and he goes for the pin and i'm like what the i'm like i thought this was i thought this was a last man standing why is he going for the pin is there a lack of communication did he not know did he forget and then raven goes for the pin on mitchell later and then immediately goes into the 10 count, which is like, you know, five seconds later, they're done. And I was like, oh, that's right. They got to pin them for the one, two, three first. And then they earn the 10 count. So right. you got to like beat them. Old then, school. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that old school? Like, yeah. I don't. Okay. Because that was the idea. It was. Well, no, actually, I'm sorry. You're right. That's the new school version. Because the old school, you're right. The old school version was the Just knock the, the guy out. He can't get up. Down, 10 count. Yeah. Right, right, right. This is kind of the newer version where you pin him and he has 10 to get up. That's still, I guess, maybe it's different for the sake of being different. Yeah, I think that's what it was. They kind of just kind of added that other caveat to it. I just Uh, just forgot. So I'm like, what the? But Mark, you love this one, right? You liked Mitchell's. I didn't like Mitchell dressing like this, but you you broke it down pretty well earlier. I like it. Yeah, that's why I liked it. I thought it fit his character. And the man knows his character. I'm sure it was on purpose. Oh, 100%. he's, 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 He's just such. So in tune with that character, I, I also liked, liked, uh, was interested that we got to see so much of the Raven blading Mitchell. It's from behind, but when they go by the stairs, right? Did you guys notice this? I didn't get Mitchell's it. De- so, <laughs> yeah. so, so Mitchell rolls out, blades himself, and he's bleeding a little bit. He goes over by the stairs. Raven hits his head into the stairs. No, it's and like then, this. <laughs> and then Raven's standing behind him, holding Mitchell's hair blading his forehead and then he puts Mitchell in the ring. Mitchell rolls over, gets up. Oh. You can see the opening in his forehead and it's just cushion. That's this revenge is min- for the fucking carving yeah. he did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Carving, yeah. So this is a minute and a half in. This match goes a lot longer than I thought it was going to. I don't know how long it went, but about ten minutes. Yeah, that sounds right. I was gonna guess that too. So Mitchell works this entire match like that. This is a guy who's not a wrestler doesn't have in-ring experience. It's probably not used to wearing a crimson mask. I mean, I'm right. sure he's played it before, but not like this. Uh, this is like flare level shit here. You know, like yeah. Raven level shit. Um, I guarantee you he's hurting. He was probably scared. For, I mean, he's bleeding bad. 
over overall, I, I I adored this match. I liked the psychotic. This is exactly the moment I wanted. Uh, you know, the hanging. Like, the buildup was phenomenal. I just, this. Yeah. I yeah. man, as far as I'm concerned, this entire Raven New Church story has been solid fucking gold. And you got months out of it. That's my favorite part. By the way, I want to add real quick. Mirror points out a great uh, point here, Jay. WrestleMania 10, Randy Savage versus Crush. It was a pin first, 10 count to get up. So they did that too in WrestleMania oh, 10, 94. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, see, I wasn't watching by then. <laughs> but uh, but no, you're right, Mark. The build, because after this, Raven then hangs Mitchell. You know, you get the revenge. He hangs him now. Yep. Security comes to break it up. Um gets in the mic, threatens Jarrett, back in the title hunt, might fulfill my destiny is back, all that shit. We're back on track with here. I love it. I'm like, holy shit, we're fucking begging back to Raven here. All right. Uh, the gathering's out there. And he's like, I told, I love you guys. Thanks for doing what you did. But it's time to set you free. And I walk alone. It's just time for you guys to go. Like, it's just, you know, I told you not to do I didn't need anything, but no harm, no foul. It's just time to go. And then Punk begs him not to walk. Raven, no. Please, boss. Raven, no. Boss, please. Boss. Don't do this, Raven. And that was it. But go back to the match, Mark. Like, it was awesome. I will say. It was fun as shit just to see the story play. If you're a fan of these two characters, if you've watched this show uh, along with this, I think there's almost by like, no way you couldn't be. These two guys are both great workers. They're good at their jobs. This story has been all about storytelling. It's like the classic good versus evil, mm-hmm. you know, hero fights through the villain's stable. He, he overcomes odds. His, his gang is infiltrated. He's separated. It's the divide and conquer. Right. And it, and it culminates here with like Mitchell really putting in the fucking work. I mean, yeah. he, if, if Mitchell's performance here isn't the performance of a lifetime, this feud is a failure. And he showed the fuck up. I loved this match because it was, it just, if you saw it in isolation in a vacuum, it, you'd be like, why is this dude from why the, is the match? King? Yeah, 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 why is this chess king dude fighting this dude? But <laughs> if, if you know it in the context of the whole story, then you just you appreciate it for what it is, which is great storytelling. And Jim Mitchell should be commended for the job he did here and the beating that he took. Yeah. You know, he made it happen. Great. And there job. was no shenanigans from Run. any other members of the um the church. Yeah, I mean, Jim Mitchell went 10 minutes one-on-one with Raven, bleeding like a stuck pig the whole time. Yeah. Brilliant performance. I'm telling you, it's underrated, man. It reminded me a lot of the Beulah, Bill Alfonso bloodbath, you know, that one. Oh, yeah. That's a, and so it's like non-wrestler, but dude, he did it. He showed up and he culminated that story as it needed to be done. This is one of those really memorable non-wrestler in-ring performances. If you can, Mark, if you have a chance tomorrow when you're, you're, to get a get a screenshot of like a bloody Jim Mitchell, mm-hmm. and I'd like to put that out. I like, yeah, yeah, I'd like I to will. tweet it out and just tag Jim and be like, "Hey, like we major props on this. This story, not just the match, but the story that led. Like you said, if we were watching it with us, you saw this play over two months. Like the build to this, get raving constantly, getting fucked every week, hung and fucked over, and and well, and, and the, yeah, the shaving thing, like." That started that, it. The shaving basically started it, right? That well, kicked it all off. Well, well, I mean, it had been going on before. It been going, yeah, you're right. It's been going on. You're right. That, that was that was the collapse. That was the thing. You got this big build with shame and in the church and all this stuff that led up to the initial 
uh, basically, what was it? What did he? I can't remember how he put it, but the deconstruction of Raven's character, both yeah. physical and emotional, yeah. which then set him on this path of redemption. Which now the culmination is he dismisses the gathering and moves on to the heavy. I mean, it's a full circle. It's classic storytelling. It's nothing new. It's just executed perfectly. It is brilliant. It, there's brilliant. always room in wrestling for good for it. it it's only good versus evil. That's every story almost. That's right. why anti-heroes can only go so far for so long because you have to have clear sides in order to find clear investment. And that's exactly what this is. Yeah. Yeah. Get a, get a shot of both of them together. Like I'd love to get Raven. These two, to chime these in two on dudes. It. Yeah. These two dudes are fantastic. They're so good. Raven man. won't chime in on shit. He'd be like, why was I no. wearing a skirt? Why was I wearing a skirt there? <laughs> <laughs> I, he, he doesn't do any pods at all. But the, it's sometimes my, he does his own. He does his own ones. So sometimes, but like, yeah. but I'll tell you what the the to me the granddaddy and we had Russo on. And he's a big part of that. The granddaddy of this is not even Dixie or Jared to me. It would be it would be a Raven to get an asylum interview. I wish. Oh, There's no way he won't do it. I know I he won't do myself. it. But just to pick Raven's brain for an hour about the asylum, like the story, what went into the psychology of the storytelling. I mean, I would, I would. I would lose him out. If we could get Ray, I'd lose my shit. Cause I, I don't think I could even be on properly to, to, to me. He is, <laughs> he is the greatest to come out. He is the greatest in this asylum era. I, I story-wise, I mean, I'm a, we're oh, story yeah. guys here, right? You're a comic book guy. He clearly is the best. We love he's, There's no better storyteller in the asylum than, than Raven. Yeah. No, not a but Jim Mitchell would be the other, and they're working together. In well, he's he's, he's the uh, so. he's, he's the counterpoint to him, right? Yeah, I mean, you need he's the foil. With he's the foil. Without Raven, there's I mean, without Jim Mitchell, there's no Raven. Uh, equal playing ground here, no question about it. I mean, you, he needed the enemies, you know. He needed those guys to 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 purely tell the story too. But the new church, Jim Mitchell, oh, even Jarrett to that degree, man. Jarrett was a great. He was a great um, opponent for him for that whole that whole story. And Raven, Raven's just been used so well this whole time outside of that one major misstep. Oh, God, which but I think is still a mistake. It yeah, is. God, even you and everyone it, else. Even if it was just a fucking like week, it, just the fact that you put it on for that week would have been just enough. that just for that moment, because God. then you would have never been able to take that moment away. I mean, we discussed this last week. They posted it on Impact's uh, socials recently, that moment. Mm. And the comments were nothing but people saying exactly what we say every should week. Well, should have put it on Raven. Should have been you Raven. motherfuckers. Been Raven. You know? <laughs> 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 yeah. How did they miss that one? God damn. If you, get a, if you get a picture of Mitchell, in my personal opinion, get a picture of Mitchell when he's completely bloodied, end of the match, sitting down next to the apron ringside le leading up against the side of the ring and just the, the spent face covered wow. in blood hit, you know, complete crimson mask cut blurt, uh, excuse me, shirt covered in blood. And, uh, just, just the, just the defeated look. That's okay. like the perfect look of, of, of Mitchell just, you know, losing this war. This, the the end of the chapter is great. Yeah, like well, that's that it, it was an exhausting story, an exhausting match, an exhausting feud. Why didn't we get Jim Mitchell on tonight for this? I could have asked him tonight. This, me, yeah, I mean, he follows all of us, interacts with all of us. Trent, I know you know him. We yeah. should have had this. I would love to talk to him 
just about this match. Just okay. This match. I want you to be on my ass next week to get him for next week. Be on okay. my ass about it. All right. Reach out and we'll get him on. Even if he, it's just for 10 minutes to talk about this match. He he has told me or, himself. Or this, this feud yeah. with yeah. with with Raven bringing in. I, I want to hear at least one Vampiro story out of this. Yes. He told me himself he would do it. I mean, verbally, he's like, he's like what? He says, let me know. We'll, we'll figure it out. So we'll okay. get him. Be on my ass about it next week. Zach. Zach, we're going to need you to remind us on Twitter that we, <laughs> that we said we were going to get Jim yes. Mitchell on the program. We go to Weston today. First time we go to them. So down west is, I, I guess, yellow on yellow or canary on canary, I guess. I don't know. Yellow on yellow. Uh, they're doing their hype for the main. And next week, Loki interrupts them and threatens Chris Daniels. Partners no more. Triple X is dead. I'm coming for you next week. So this is kicking off a fucking awesome feud. Man, you didn't do your Loki impression. <laughs> Crush Daniels. <laughs> triple X. Triple X is dead. Next week, you will feel my pain. <laughs> That's the best Every time Loki opens his mouth, I triple Daniels. Why? How? What? Are you sure? I, I keep expecting somebody to have their hand in his back, making his mouth move and shit. He talks like 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 a like when they have the overdubbed Japanese films, you know? Like, yeah. Crush over Daniels. Why don't you tell <laughs> me why? If you're on audio, yeah. Trent is also <laughs> doing masterpiece theater, uh, kung fu theater. Now, and I'll tell you what, the, the, the nurse loved Loki because they had, they had a shtick at AAW when he was coming. Um, he was doing like, he was dressed like the uh, the hitman or the transporter no. kind of game. How did right? he wrestle? How did he wrestle? Blows like my mind how Dude. he did that. But he, he even wore dress shoes, right? Or was, was he wearing phenomenal. boots? It might have been boots, but they were, you know, they were the pants like were over them. Oh, yeah, it looked like loafers. Huh? It looked like loafers. Yeah, though. it looked like loafers. Yeah, I tell you what, though, he he didn't miss a step. But he he had, nursing him had a had a shtick. She'd be front row before she was like wrestling, doing the nurse stuff backstage, and he would come around and she would always arrange his tie for him. So she would <laughs> fix his tie, like she'd always uh -huh. like just make sure he's good to go. It was it was really it was like. First time it happened, he came. I was like, "How's my tie?" You know, and she's like, "You know," and they said they kept doing it for like like six shows or something. When, did, when, when, when he spoke to her for the first time, was she scared? She's like, "No, she loved him. She absolutely loved him." She was like, eh. "The first time I heard, I can How's remember. I can remember originally watching TNA and hearing him speak for the first time with my wife and us both." Busting out laughing. You don't, so you don't like, expect that hell? voice. I'm, yeah. surprised, I'm surprised he doesn't do a podcast. He's got a he's got a voice right. for fucking radio. Like yeah. it's like this is low key with low key moments and whatever. Like, like just talking about his career or some shit. I don't know. Um, all right, main event guys, let's do this. Jeff Jarrett versus Sting. The Metallica remix he comes out to is actually really cool here, by the way. It's like a Jay, you catch this? This is like a real this is different than oh, the other one. Totally. Yeah, it kind of it was like it was like okay, did did someone do this for like uh <clears throat> like WCW once and because this sounded it was like different than that one even it was even different than that one. Yeah, I'm just saying it because they did that for a couple different people yeah. back in WCW, like they did like the Nirvana mix, which it sounded like Nirvana, but it wasn't really Nirvana for DDP. That, that's yeah. what this sounded like. It sounded like Metallica, but it wasn't really Metallica, right? But it was good because the Metallica's back when Sting was in WCW, that Metallica that was Metallica. That was Metallica. Yeah, <laughs> they ended up using actual Metallica for that. Um, but it was cool. Uh, but the brawl, it was a wild brawl, like just a wild through the crowd. Actually, pretty fun. I, I actually did like the brawl. 
it was just a, the crowds eating this up. Like they're going nuts. They you know, could I mean, have come out. Instinct could have taken a shit in the ring. And yeah, they were. They would have. They, they were wanted pumped. Him. Yeah, they, they were pumped for staying. Jack for staying. The end, though. I mean, as expected, tons of shenanigans. This is a shenanigan fest. Ooh. Here's what I got. You tell me if I miss anything. Okay, a lot of shenanigans, a lot of ref bumps and all that shit. Callus breaks Sting's attempt at a pin. Callus breaks it up. AJ and the red shirts run in. Abyss joins them. The bat comes into play. Chaos. Sting, guitar, bat, all this shit going on. Um, smashing the guitar. That was cool how it broke on the, on yeah. the guitar. They, now, cool. again, they do that again in 06, Bound for 06, and it's a phenomenal spot. But I again, remember that. I in 06, they act like seen it, but. they show that clip. But in 06, they act like this one never happened. <laughs> you know, like, that's the thing. Um, uh, but the one in 06 is great. Sting's super ripped at that point. Mm. And they do the same thing. Like the guitar breaks. He puts the bat up. It breaks right through. Yeah. Sting's fucking, you know. That was such a cool, cool Tarzan's up. Sting's so fucking cool. That's why we're all little stingers still. Because he's fucking stingers cool, thing. man. He's the shit. Every version of Sting is fucking cool. I don't yeah. care. I don't care if you love Crow Sting or Server Sting Everybody. or Joker Sting. It don't fucking matter to me. Sting is the man. Which Sting or did you or all or like or best or in the chat? Snowball Sting. <laughs> Which snowballs? Which which thing did you guys like best in the chat? I'd love to hear what everybody, who everybody liked the most. Uh, but yeah, I, think I know what's going to be we'll probably see. Crow. I imagine. Yeah, that's my favorite. But um, but yeah, like all that happened. I mean, DQ. It was like nothing happened. There was no, yeah. there was no finish to this. Yeah. Uh, Sting gets in the mic, says he'll be back next week. I like AJ, how you said that. There was no finish, as as if we all knew there was never right, be a right. finish to this. Here. <laughs> <laughs> AJ's next to Sting because he's he's basically faced at this point. He's like, "I'll be back next week, only if you join me." He turns to AJ and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know." Jay's Jetrett's like, "Oh, you think you're the only one surprises around here? You know, what you think so?" Blah 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 blah. Okay, this and that. And he goes, "Well, I have a partner too. It's somebody you know really well, Sting. I'll be here next week, and I have a partner, and it's Lex Luger." Hope he has the bus, the Luger Express. Will he have the, the Lex Express? <laughs> the Lex Express. <laughs> Sting looks a little, sh- little shook, shooketh, as that one meme says. Shooketh. He's a little shooketh here, and um, and he's like, he's like, oh shit, Lex. And then they go off the air with that. So Luger making his debut here next week, which Luger doesn't have many matches, just a couple. I mean, I'm talking maybe three tops. But yeah, it's, this is when he's. Uh, and I actually had to look this up. I uh, I, I Wikipedia did this because I was like, wait, 2003 is really a dark year because just a few months prior to this, in it's either April or May or somewhere around there, um, Lex starts doing a little bit of jail time, gets mm-hmm. arrested for this, because when the mugshots all start coming out, and then a month later, Elizabeth is dead. So I was like, I was trying to remember. I was like, man, this is like really close to around the time that that all this happened. So I'm like, how is the crowd? Because I think the crowd popped for the announcement of Luger. They have popped was, huge, yeah. And I was like, I was like, wait, did they? Did they just like in the midst of all this hype and Hogan and Sting and all this stuff? Did they? Did they forget what happened just a few short months ago? And I mean, and, and I'm not throwing a lot on Lugo for this because I mean, obviously they're both you know guilty for whatever happened. But 
I always looked at Luger like, okay, he didn't open up Elizabeth's mouth and force the stuff down her throat. That's how I always looked at it. It's like, okay, yeah, this is a really dark time in Luger's life. And he obviously, you know, I, I always thought that the man upstairs makes him pay for it years later mm-hmm. with the whole, you know, he's paralyzed and takes him years to come back, even in a wheelchair. But, um, you know, I was like, okay, well, maybe this audience still doesn't feel that badly about it. No, because I remember Mach even came out and said, like, he didn't blame him. He goes, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't blame Lex. So, I mean, like I said, she, he didn't open her mouth and say, take the fucking painkillers, you know? Right. I mean, she did it. He didn't shoot her up. Yeah. No. I mean, he, the, the case and it happened in may of that year may 1st we're in november here so so it just happened six months prior but luger um she died from the overdose in like the living room he's upstairs apparently when this happened he finds her we all heard we've all heard the call and everything but um they found the talk to- the the talk room was on her but he got what he got in trouble for was they did a search of the house. They found like 13 other fucking drugs, like painkillers, you know, HGH, all that kind of shit. Right. Um, and he didn't go to jail for that. He was he was fine. They went to he had probation. So um he like said, he didn't he didn't like people people like the joke at the bit, oh Lex would killed Miss Elizabeth. Like, no, he didn't. Like they were both doing drugs and she yeah. fucking OD. That's what they I were mean. doing drugs together. I yeah, mean, she you OD'd. can be doing drugs with anyone and somebody can OD. That's how it works. That's how it works. That's, that's the risk you take. Toxic relationship at its finest. You, that's you the risk know, you take. You're yeah. together because you're miserable together. Misery loves company. Yeah, there you go. And that's what happens. So, um, you're hey, right. Man, I joined this show of my own free will. We did, and but yeah, that's just kidding. I love you guys. <laughs> 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 but they but you're right they pop for luger they want him there it's gonna be interesting what's the reactions when he comes in they're really, like luger they're, though. well they lost hogan and they were like oh fucking steiner and luger and fucking I mean, and like fuck everybody man they grabbed everyone they knew they could get and brought as, them a, in. as a fan i didn't feel any lack at that point i'm like you're giving me fucking sting luger I, steiner i'm getting I a remember. lot I, I remember, I'm not going to lie, I do remember at the time being uh, hot about it for a while, but then like forgetting about it. And that, but back then, you didn't know what you know now in retrospect 20 years later. So I just knew yeah. it didn't happen. And I remember them like, you know, advertising it and stuff and then being pissed it didn't happen. Like, yeah. whatever his, Hogan was, you know, healed up. But but they, they definitely threw what they could at this. And I, I give, I commend them. Oh, yeah. For for trying to make up for it big time, they really so. did. You can tell they threw a bunch of money out there and made a lot of phone calls and got everyone they could in to fill that void. No doubt, no doubt. So, all for it, man. That's episode sixty nine, dude. I know I found what we were talking about sixty nine ing. I uh, <laughs> I found the Wild Stallions keychain I have. Wild here. Stallions. <laughs> Look at that, Wild Stallions. Hell yeah! I don't know if you can see that clearly, but it's the Wild. I got this from. The theater went to go see Face the Music, the part three, Bill and Ted. They gave us a Brian and I, we got like a the studio was there and they gave us like a promotional gift pack of shit. So I got like pins and everything. So it was cool. Wow. So you're yeah. like, hey, the only two guys who turned out. Yeah, it was like six coming. people in here, you know. So but that's it, guys. That's 69. 
interesting episode. A lot of heavy story on the big stories. The little stuff was really stayed the little stuff, but the major title stuff. X Division didn't really have much title wise, but they had to turn. So basically, everything revolving a title or a guest star had big moments. Everything else filled it in, kind of. So it's a good episode, though. Look, Definitely work out. Just put Mir's comment up real quick. Oh wow! So it's a we've been talking day. about this for a long time. So if you're on audio, Mad uh, Mikey, yeah, Mir's comment says that Michael Lockwood, aka Mad Mikey, Crash Holly, died the next day after this. So. We have seen our last Mad Mikey match vignette uh, promo. Um, that was with Shark Boy, wasn't it? That one that when he had that last uh, the tag was, match, yeah. loss, tag match, I think. Yeah. two weeks yeah. ago, two three weeks ago. That Something was like that man. Yeah. Well, that was a you know, that was a great short run that I'm glad That's we got great. to celebrate. You know, everybody. Here knows for the most part the tragic story of Crash Holly. Yeah, well. he dies the next day. You're right. Yeah, right. Well, there, 30, Thirty-two years old. Is that right? thirty-two? I mean, can you believe that, man? I mean, thirty-two. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I feel glad we got to celebrate this little run here because it doesn't get the shine because it was so short and small and forgotten and in the asylum years. But he did put in some great work here. In in my opinion, went out like in a, you know, at least his work on screen was memorable at the end. Look at he died at Stevie Richards' house. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh OD on Soma's. Soma's an alcohol. Fucking shit, man. Dude, this era of wrestling was brutal. The early 2000s. I quit watching, you know, 2007, 8, something like that, trailed off, and it was just getting too depressing. You know what? I will say, I will say good good for this. Uh Molly Holly released an uh, a DVD talking about like her career and and the profits went to crack or you know michael lockwood's daughter's college fund that's awesome My rules. what a great woman that she i, I, I never heard a bad thing about her so. no never um that's that's sad yeah your audience is getting divorced and got depressed that's oh man. yeah that's what i read okay I, I remember reading something when we, when he started appearing i did a little wikipedia like oh how much was he around and then realized it was uh it's very short he did like a a, a dozen he did nine. It says he did nine. Yeah. yeah. He did nine TNA. And his last one was October 1st. So about a month, about four weeks ago, we saw him last. Yeah. Uh, and that and was some it, of it, it was rare. And I think it even like aired only on explosion and not on. He had a lot of explosion stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, his last match, interestingly enough, uh, Mad Mikey and Rory Fox defeated, defeated Quentin Lee. I remember Quentin Lee he used to wrestle in Chicago a lot and the human time bomb. With Ricky the Dragon Steamboat as a referee for Whoa. HWA in Ohio. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Wow. I love, again, going back and we all check out various different things. I learned so much tonight about, you know, Mad Mikey and PCO and like whoever else huh? we talked about. Yeah, just a bunch of interesting Laz. For all you Laz fans out there, we are now the repository of online Laz information. Somebody find him on fucking Twitter, man. So find Laz. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know he's we know he was recently active, so yeah, he was. I mean, he had a match this year. Go figure that shit out. Yeah, I'm crazy. But, crazy, uh, crazy. That's the story, guys. That's where we're at. That's episode 69. So don't forget our show schedule. If you haven't liked the show, I liked it on YouTube and subscribe and everything, guys. Hit like real quick before you get out of here. Uh, show schedule as follows: every Tuesday, throwback show, time machine Tuesday. At next week will be episode number 70. We are definitely making our way to that hundred, guys, and. 111 is the last one, I believe. So 
jump on now. Go backtrack, watch 70 of them, watch the old reviews. Wow, we're under a year by a good amount. Oh, yeah, we are. Wow. We're right there. We're right there, guys, because uh, it ends in September of next year. So early, the first week of September. So we're we're finishing yeah. up 03. We're going into the fun. If you go look at Impact Plus, it's it's broken up by year 02, 03, 03 04. Right. We're almost in that 04 block. So we're almost there, man. Uh, so remember, guys, Time Machine Tuesday every, every Tuesday night. Thursday is... The watch along for for Impact and Access TV. Following the watch along right, live on Twitch, we go right to the post show, Twitch and YouTube live. It is the whole crew, uh, myself, Mark, J Bone, Alicia, and Bill. We all break down the whole show, discuss it. Uh, some we have guests at times. Not not only much guesting going on lately. A little bit quiet on the guest front. Um, and we'll bring somebody else, maybe outside. We had we had a big string of like Impact guests, and I noticed they're not really doing a lot of guests at all anywhere right now. Like the Impact roster isn't really making a lot of rounds on pods if you guys noticed they're kind of quiet so we'll see what we can do we'll see what we can we get back i'm busted open this week but that was it and that was only because of new jack that was it man so it's not a lot going on but um the uk guys guys every oh i mentioned i forgot to mention the uk yeah sorry uk guys every wednesday i believe they're going live tomorrow i gotta i've impacted at lunchtime yeah i have to yeah we gotta do that we gotta set them up to go live i gotta work that out with those guys and and get them all set up to do it on their own i'm producing the effing behind the scenes but i need to set them up on their own because i'm it's usually what is their evening is my work day so i gotta make sure we can get those guys in but if if i'm free and i can hop in and help i'll do it appreciate you thank you uh, but definitely, got we got to train those guys at some point. But Wednesday is the UK. I forgot to mention. Sorry, Wednesday's UK guys. They'll be live tomorrow with their breakdown of Under Siege and everything else. Like I said, Thursday is us on Impact and Access TV doing all that whole thing. And then we do all the specials to Impact Plus pay per views. We do all that stuff here. So thank you guys for covering Under Siege in my app since I popped on for like a minute last Saturday. But go check that if you guys haven't watched the Under Siege review, did really well. Go check that out. Watch that review and get caught up on everything before tomorrow's impact on access. Uh, Twitch.tv slash total nonstop impact, youtube.com slash total nonstop impact. All podcast platforms, guys Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Tuner Radio, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon. Rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell Alexa, tell Siri to play the damn show. Uh, we're on everything. So tell your mama, tell your mama to check us out. But wherever you listen to podcasts, guys. Give us a listen. We're on there. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Total Nonstop Impact. Get a t-shirt. Pick that up. Big thank you to all the Twitch subscribers, the Twitch bit uh, cheerers, uh, people gifting subs. You guys are amazing. We had, what was it, Jay? Like one of our best uh, weeks last week and all that. It so. was. We had a level five hype train. We haven't reset. Wow. Before, so thank you, everyone. Yeah, level five. And that was and during the watch along. That was crazy. That's and not. I'll tell you what, I'm going to jump on right there because I have some big news too. Those of you who are already members of the Total Nonstop Impact Discord may have gotten the secret hint earlier when I made some connections and someone new joined the Discord. Only a handful of people noticed it, at least from what I can tell. Uh-huh. But I'm going to go ahead and say June 1st. Can I say it? June 1st. Are, are we committing to yes. June 1st? We're committing right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> June 1st, Patreon launch day. Because with the way that Patreon works, whenever you sign up, you get billed at the beginning of the month. That way, June 1st, you're going to get the full month. Can I tell them what they're going to get? 
Oh, it's it's uh, going to be a bit of a work in progress, but but tell that. them some of this. We're stuff. starting. Okay, we'll save we'll save what what the tiers are, but let's say we're starting starting smallish, but we've got some big ideas. But we got to see how it goes. So, if you want to see more content from us, or if you like what we do, you just want to support us, um, this will be a new way to do that, and we'll also give you uh, you know some more content in return, the return of some popular old friends popular old shows maybe some new stuff some non-impact stuff there may be a whole plethora of things depending on how much time we can make and how much interest there is so really when i i always say this is the family this is our community right like we're not doing this for for money but at the point we're at we're all very very busy and oversaturated and the only way we can make this work is to actually like force ourselves to do it by putting us in a position where we have committed so we're committing yeah. ourselves to it, but we need that commitment from you as well. And we commit, you know, to this thing together. Also, you know, we keep in, we're, we're conscious of the fact that throwback is ending in like, you know, under a year of, of shows here, right? It's like throwback yeah. is going to eventually be going like silent days are done. So we have to, you know, the, the flagship stays the flagship. That's the, that's the, the granddaddy of them all. And that's our, that's our anchor of the whole thing. But, yeah, we're looking for a way to bring extra content. That is, yeah, that is like, it's not primary content, but it's extra content. That's the idea. And it's specials and there'll be incentives and things like that. So we're working on it. Uh, we'll reveal more of the tier stuff as we tweak it a bit, guys. But yeah. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, we're not going to be moving specials behind a paywall. No, no. You know, that's pay-per-view stuff. No, none of that stuff. Yeah. That's all still yeah. going to be out there. This is strictly so that we can. Bonus. Content. Yeah. So that if people want it, we can provide more content, you know, cause we fucking love you guys. We know you love us. Like this shit is family. You know, we're going to do our best to make it work and we'll see how it goes. So summer's just, coming up. Could be a fun all one. I'm, all I'm to like, as we start rolling stuff out, just don't ask for personal stuff. Like don't ask for where the bodies are hidden and shit like that. Just, you know, we're going to keep it to like, you know, wrestling ish stuff, you know, ish, ish. you know, ish. And again, what's nice about that too, is once we have, once we we figure out what's going on, we can we can tweak it. We can take more requests. We can figure this out together. But anyways, guys, I've talked long enough about that. It's coming. I've put us a, de- a date on us now, June first. June first, it is. All right. Well, more details as that comes around, guys. And uh, but that'll be it. Anything else? Nothing else, right? We're good, guys. All right, That's join it. It. join the UK boys tomorrow, and we'll see you guys Thursday for the Impact Access TV watch-along and post-show review. So, guys, have a great night. Stay safe out there. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Bye, everybody.